All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to 40 Live. It is 6.31. Thanks for tuning in with me tonight. As always, I'll give it a few minutes for people to tune in. Let me just adjust myself here. All right, this is 40 Live. I am coming to you as I do as the 40th mayor of our great city to give you an update. We have a council meeting tonight and I am exhausted from yesterday's election day. <laughs> I'm going off of about two and a half hours of sleep. So hopefully tonight's a quick meeting because I'm tired. <laughs> um, thank you guys for, for tuning in. So just go over a couple things before. Um, first off, I'm really interested to see your guys' feedback on the elections yesterday. So chime in with some comments. We'll get a little banter going back and forth here. I had a pretty awesome time on uh, Fox 61 yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw, uh, they asked me to come on as an election analyst. Uh, so I was there from five to 7.30ish uh, to give some, some election insights. That was fun. I never did anything like that before uh, and I really enjoyed it. So I hope that those of you who watched enjoyed watching me. Um, but just a couple things. I just want to say a couple congratulations to all of our local winners. Uh, uh, Representative um, Sanchez, Terziak, uh, Sanchez, uh, Senator Lopes. Uh, we have a new representative that is joining uh, part of redistricting. So we actually got rid, well, when they redistricted, they got rid of, we used to share a district with Plainville uh, and that was redistricted out. And so what they put in instead is a piece of the east side goes into more of like a, New a Newington district. So we now have a portion of the Newington district, which is represented uh, by Representative Gary Turco. So congratulations to all of our winners, all of the Democrat party. I also wanna say a big thank you for everybody for supporting the charter revisions. Uh, this was amazing. Uh, the charter revisions overwhelmingly passed, uh, you know, two to one margins and also um, early voting. Uh, past so uh, in town but the charter revisions so there's going to be a lot of changes to the way that we elect local aldermen moving forward uh, we're going to be moving uh, to a very different system <clears throat> and I'm sure you guys saw some of the videos that I had posted before uh, about going to what's called minority party representation. So we're getting rid of people that get elected citywide to represent the 15 members of our city council. We are broken down into five wards. Out of those five wards, um, four people are going to run, three are going to get elected, and one person must be of a minority party. So I think I've talked a lot about how I think that this is important for civil discourse uh, in our local democracy, having differences of opinions are important uh, and I think uh, that that's going to ensure it but that's going to mean some big changes coming for next year uh, and so as that system is created now that it is officially passed I will come to you with more information as that system comes out and I'll make sure that I post the new maps and the new um, Voter districts, uh, there were a lot of new districts. You guys may have noticed that you went to vote at a very uh, different polling place uh, than you had before. A lot of changes there. <clears throat> this happens every 10 years. You're required to do this redistricting. And so um, it's, a, it's a good thing. Gotta shake things up every once in a while. The other uh, 
important changes are that we are now going to professionalize a lot of services uh, at City Hall. We're no longer going to elect a town clerk and a tax collector. We're going to hire uh, trained and uh, certified professionals for these positions, which I think is very important. And we're also going to be um, in the process over the next year or so hiring a chief administration officer or a chief operations officer to uh, help run the day-to-day -day operations of the city and really professionalize uh, the services that we're able to provide here. I think these are all great moves for continuity in government, for consistency in the work that we've been doing, um, and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. A couple of things, um, everyone's asking what's going on with CT uh, District 5 to Johanna Hayeswin. We still don't have answers yet on that. Um, it is incredibly close to call there. Um, the numbers uh, as we've seen it posted on the Secretary of the State website, they are fluctuating very frequently as towns are reporting in their final numbers. Um, the numbers that come in after are always your absentee ballots, your same day voting registration, uh, EDRs we call them. Uh, but so these numbers are continuing to fluctuate. The Secretary of the State's office has until tomorrow at 8 p.m. to finish tallying everything up and then they will determine whether or not that race goes into a recount. There's 41 towns that are part of the 5th Congressional District, so a recount must be scheduled uh, within a week, I believe, from the election. So we should know by tomorrow at 8 p.m. whether or not there's going to be a recount. It's certainly looking that way um, at the moment. That was a very interesting race. Uh, we have current Congresswoman Johanna Hayes and her challenger, uh, George Logan, uh, who uh, uh, from Meriden, who formerly served on the state Senate. Um, that was a, it was a, a heated, heated campaign. And I think from day one, people were saying that it was going to be neck and neck, and it's certainly proving to, to be that way. So more to come on that race. <clears throat> um, let me see, Mary says voting at the VFW, much better than the old Roosevelt, glad to hear that. Um, and I just wanna give a big thank you to everybody who volunteered their time to work at the polls yesterday. Um, working at the polls is, it's a long day, right? 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., it's a lot of training that goes into that. Uh, a lot a lot of hard work so I just want to give a shout out to all of our poll workers who uh, really really gave it their all yesterday thank you guys and a thank you to everybody who was involved in the campaigns you know um, democracy is a beautiful thing and those who got involved from from both sides from all sides thank you guys for being a part of that process uh, and I hope that more of you choose to get involved in in the future right a um, couple other things that we have <clears throat> uh, that are coming up that I want to talk about before I jump into the agenda tonight um, we are closed on Friday for Veterans Day Friday's Veterans Day we are having our Veterans Day ceremony it's Friday um, at Central in Central Park here downtown at 11 a.m. So please, that's open to everybody. If you'd like to join us um, uh, for our Veterans Day services, uh, please join us in Central Park at 11 a.m. on Friday. A couple other things that are coming up. We are going to be having a groundbreaking for the construction of our new public works uh, facility. For you guys that remember, uh, last year we passed <coughs> funding for the construction of a new public works yard uh, up off of um, Osgood Avenue uh, in the back of where Polymer Precision, the back of the Crack School back there, kind of like when you're going to Stonegate. So <clears throat> um, we're gonna have a groundbreaking on that um, next week, which I'm very excited for. Um, other things I posted to 
the city of New Britain is making its return to the Greater Hartford St. Patrick's Day Parade. You guys, I shared this flyer, um, but we have to raise money in order to participate in the parade. Um, the you have to raise money to pay the cost, to cover the cost to have the parade in Hartford. So each town, participating town, has to raise a couple thousand dollars. So we're having a fundraiser this Saturday at the Hook and Ladder downtown. It's going from one to four. It's 10 bucks a person. There's gonna be Irish music, a lot of great food and fun. Um, please, uh, if you're interested in stopping by or making a donation to the New Britain Contingent, we'd love to have you. We would certainly love to have you. Um, next week, other things that are coming up, um, we are going to be taking a quick tour of some local businesses to present them with our micro grant checks. Uh, a couple months ago, I announced that we had a funding round that was open for these uh, rounds of micro grants up to $7,500 to help businesses with certain um, uh, security camera systems, signage, uh, things that help improve uh, the business uh, itself. Hold on, sorry. Let me see. Please run for governor. Thanks. <laughs> Time will tell, right? Um, I'm here for now. <laughs> um, so micro grants, we're going to be going around presenting checks um, with those for uh, those next week too. Um, New Britain Parks and Recreation is accepting uh, applications for their after school program. If you want more information and to see the applications, if you're interested in in getting. Uh, getting a few hours of work in uh, each day, you can visit nbparksandrec.org. Our Parks and Rec programs uh, have some of the best employees uh, that do a great job um, caring for our kids after school. And we have some amazing programming, but we're always accepting applications, um, nbparksandrec.org. Uh, so I posted earlier this week too, we're having a hoodie drive. So the community services department is collecting new and gently used hoodies to keep those who are in need warm this winter. Their goal is 100 hoodies, so if you have any an old hoodies that you might not have, have worn or touched and you want to donate them, you can bring them to the community services office. I just want to give a big shout out to Jim and Lisa Dufour who saw my post and reached out and they're donating um, 30 brand new hoodies. I just want to thank you guys for that donation. It's a great, great kickoff. Um, so, uh, you know, 70 more to go. <laughs> um, we are also, um, oh, uh, another reminder too about just some closures. Um, reminder uh, that uh, City Hall will be closed November 24th as well as Friday, November 25th uh, for Thanksgiving. So there's that. Uh, let me come back here. Norm Zorval, awesome work on Charter Revision. Norm, just want to thank you a lot for your help on that. You are very great in helping to, to lead the charge on getting people to support uh, our, our suggested changes. They are very happy about the outcome. So I'm going to jump right into um, going through the agenda quickly uh, for you. Um, Jolie says, where is the Community Services Office located? The Community Services Office is located in City Hall. Um, it is located in room 301. So if you come to City Hall, go up to the third floor, and it's right to your left off of the elevators. There's a big box that's right outside of uh, the door. Rachel asks, kids hoodies or adults? Um, I think adults would be preferred, but kids, we certainly won't turn that away too. We do have children that are in need uh, as always as well. Thank you guys for asking. Uh, all right, council agenda. So it's not too extensive of an agenda tonight, which I'm very grateful for, seeing how tired I am. Um, the first uh, item on the agenda is just addressing um, and acknowledging November 11th as Veterans Day. Uh, the second agenda uh, on the 
Hold on, I'm gonna turn to it. Second agenda item today is dealing with police body camera implementation programs. So this uh, is a budget appropriation to spend $150,000 uh, to look at updating um, all of our body cameras. That's new software upgrades, licensing, and video storage for a three-year contract. Uh, this is uh, one for the purchase of 165 body cameras so that every employee in the police department is equipped uh, with $150,645 is what that costs us for uh, three for uh, three years worth of this contract for storage. Um, the company that we are entering um, into this uh, contract uh, with is Axion, Axon, I'm sorry, Axon Enterprise Inc. Uh, resolution number three tonight deals with accept, we're accepting a lot of grants tonight. The town council, the city council has to accept a lot of grants. We're accepting $15,000 in resolution three um, underneath the Bureau of Justice um, Assistance Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Program. This is uh, for uh, fiscal year 2022. The program will fund uh, basketball uh, with a cup summer program. You guys know we do midnight basketball. Um, <clears throat> so this $15,000 is going to pay for um, uh, employees to run that program. My dad, thanks for letting me feed Lena and Tom. Thanks for feeding me too, Dad. <laughs> it was delicious. My dad's a good cook. Fun fact. <laughs> Resolution number four uh, is accepting a grant in the total of $51,843, again from the Bureau of Justice Assistance, the Edward Byrne Memorial Justice Assistance, Assistance Grant, also known as the JAG Grant. <coughs> $51,843 for the duration of the grant it goes from October 20. October 1st, 2021 to September 30th, 2025. And it's going to be used to offset um, operating equipment for our patrol division. Resolution number five uh, is an acceptance of a permanent easement from the Achieve Financial Credit Union on West Main Street. So uh, the Beeline Trail that is going to go from the Fast Track Beeline Trail has three phases. Let me back up a little bit. So we have the multi-use trail on CT Fast Track that takes you from CT Fast Track down in, into uh, Elmwood into West Hartford. But we received a significant amount of grant funding to extend this trail to go from the Fast Track station through the city of New Britain um, into Plainville. And then the Plainville um, portion of it also covered by recent grant money um, from the the federal government um, it's called a build grant or raise grant from the United States Department of Transportation um, that is connecting this trail all the way to the farming to the Farmington Heritage Canal Trail so in order to do that or achieve that we have to obtain easements in order to build the trail through through town so this resolution number five is going to um, accepting it's accepting that permanent easement to build the second phase of the beeline trail um, on uh, a portion of the back of a chief financial credit union's property so that is resolution number five Res resolution number six tonight is accepting a immunization action plan grant for the to total amount of three hundred and seventy five thousand three hundred and fifty four dollars um, 
this is uh, available through the state of Connecticut's Department of Public Health uh, and we're also carrying over some unused funds from the previous year um, but the total is going to be $375,354 uh, and this goes um, through the summer of 2023. Thanks for the time check, Crystal. <laughs> and thanks for your help yesterday. <laughs> Resolution number seven is um, the purchase of a dump truck and utility carts for uh, Fairview Cemetery. So we're gonna be buying a one Toro Workman light duty four wheel dump truck for $43,644.26. And we're gonna be buying two Toro light duty utility carts at the cost of uh, $25,860.12. The funding for this is made available in um, our cemetery fund. So the Recreation and Community Services Department has um, a uh, various capital equipment and miscellaneous um, accounts underneath um, Fairview Cemetery's trust fund. So that's where this purchase of these items will, will come from. Resolution number eight tonight is the purchase of a mower and a leaf blower for um, the park department. So two Skag windstorm mowers with leaf blowers for a total price of $20,874.36. Um, it's used to mow grass and blow leaves in our city parks. Um, the existing mower with leaf blowers that they been using were purchased in 2012. Um, parts are becoming harder to find and some are obsolete to make the needed repairs to it. So this will be a, a much needed um, purchase to replace some, some old equipment there. Resolution number nine um, is the purchase of a water trailer for the Public Works Department. So it's a new 500 gallon water trailer um, to be used for the Park Department. It's gonna be used to water the city flowers in downtown locations throughout the year. You guys know that guys that keep the flowers looking beautiful and the down and the hanging plants, um, this will hold 500 gallons. The price of this water trailer is $11,891.75. Resolution number 10 is the purchase of two mowers for the public works or the purchase of a mower for the public works department, a tiger lawn boom mower. Um, it'll be used to mow grass along the city's roadsides at the price of $172,563.40. This funding has already been approved in the current budget, um, but the, um, the account is coming out of the public works um, capital equipment and miscellaneous equipment fund. So we're not spending... Um, it seems like a lot of a lot of money is being spent. This is not money that we have not already planned to allocate. So you almost have to do this twice, right? So we approve the budget once uh, for the fiscal year, but then when we're actually going to make the purchase, even though it's it's within the budget that we have, we still have to go back to the council in order to make that purchase. Um, resolution number 11 tonight is to amend the code of ordinances pertaining to food trucks. This is getting referred to the Planning, Zoning, and Housing Committee. This is just tightening up um, some of the permitting processes that we have in place uh, for uh, food trucks um, with the designated zones and areas that we will allow food trucks in. Right now, we only have um, certain areas that we allow it. This is going to be looking at um, permitting some additional uses in order to expand uh, the areas uh, that that we allow food trucks in because everybody likes food trucks. Um, let's see, resolution number 12 tonight deals with our NB flush program. Fresh line upgrades for sanitary health. Uh, this is a project that you have heard me talk about very frequently. Our NB Flush program deals with our stormwater and our sewer system. 
This has to deal with um, clean water that gets into our sewer system that uh, doesn't belong there. And so we are embarking on a uh, $80 million project in order to uh, work on this very important infrastructure project. We are entering into um, the third phase of this project. It's been incredibly successful through phases one and two. Phase three is a very, um, it's a, it, it's a very, uh, it's a big part. Phase three is a big, big piece of this project. It is going to impact, <coughs> excuse me, most notably the east side area <coughs> of town. Um, Roosevelt Street area up in Kelsey, uh, those, those areas, there's a lot of, um, a service laterals and a lot of work that is going to have to be done to uh, fix our sewer and stormwater lines in this area of town underneath phase three of the ND flush program. We are utilizing $13 million of our um, uh, ARPA money for this. This is going to kind of put a bow on the Recovery Act money that we have, have received. Um, and uh, I think that this is not only a great use of this funding, but falls directly in line uh, with providing um, clean, clean water, sanitary um, conditions, uh, and making sure that we're maintaining uh, our system appropriately. So $13 million is going to be allocated to phase three of this program. And then the final uh, resolution tonight is tax abatements, corrections, and refunds, which is pretty uh, normal. This is just going through, as I say frequently, um, the list of property transfers and making sure that we have adequately um, associated the right names uh, and uh, vehicles and properties with the right people certified by our <coughs> uh, tax collector's office. That's the agenda tonight, guys. Um, let me come back and see if there's any questions. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Uh, no, nothing? Uh, listen, I'll take it. <laughs> I will take it. Um, just a reminder, just a couple things that I, I talked about before as I see more people that are, are joining in. Just a reminder that City Hall is closed. Um is closed this Friday for Veterans Day. Please join us for our Veterans Day um, services at Central Park at 11 a.m. Mary says, when will that work begin and end on the east side? Um, it will begin, well, hopefully, uh, when we allocate the money tonight, construction's not going to begin immediately. Um, they've actually done a lot of the legwork in, this, in your area of town. Um, uh, looking through a lot of the <clears throat> the laterals with cameras, so you probably see um, company, the company that we hired with the big cameras um, uh, that are going through and looking at uh, the connections and a lot of the work that has to be done and trying to and mapping that out. Once this money is allocated, uh, they will be able to get work on coming up, get to work with coming up with a timeline. Um, homeowners that are going to be impacted will uh, absolutely be notified when it's impacting their area. Um, let me see, Basil asks, where are we with the homeschool renovation? So uh, right now they had to, um, the last update that I have on this, they had to go back and revise the ed specs. So there were some concerns that the Board of Education had uh, with uh, the first proposal for the design that they got. Um, they 
they wanted to make some changes to classroom sizes and and um, and and other spaces in the building they are working with uh, the architect right now to revise uh, all of those those specs uh, and then <clears throat> we have to the city will have to bond so right now the city has not bonded for the uh, homes renovation project they haven't because we still are waiting to get reimbursed from the state from Gaffney and the Smalley project. So we still have about $30 million that we're waiting for reimbursement from the state from those two projects. It's very difficult for us to bond for the Holmes project before we get that money back. Um, but we've been working really closely with the school um, facilities department and the new superintendent to make sure that all the information's been submitted to the state. They have everything. They are um, going through their final audit right now and hopefully we'll have those checks in hand within the next couple of months so then we can start the process of allocating the money. Um, however, I will say we, we won't be able to actually get, you know, start construction on that project until Chamberlain is completed. Chamberlain is slated to be complete in uh, January, February. We're not sure when the district will want to move the students into the new school uh, or not. <clears throat> um, but so I'll probably have more information for you on that as we enter into the spring of 23. Sabina asks, who is responsible for playgrounds at the school, the school or the city? Um, playgrounds at schools, the school is responsible for those. Uh, all right, thank you guys. It's been a pleasure. I'm gonna go get this meeting started and hopefully be able to get home and <clears throat> get to sleep. <laughs> Thanks guys for tuning in. I'll be back to you. Uh, actually, there's only one meeting in, uh, in November. So I won't be back with a 40 live until uh, the December meeting. There's only one meeting in November, one meeting in December, um, but I'm sure I'll be back checking in with you periodically between them. Bye guys, thanks for tuning in. Have a great night.